For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Discount Tire presents On the Rubber, a look at both teams' pitching numbers through three innings. Utah pitchers, three of them so far, will get a fourth through three. Have allowed five hits, five runs, all earned, one base on balls, two strikeouts, one hit batsman, 53 pitches for Utah pitchers through three. BYU pitching through three, three pitchers. Have given up just the three hits, accounting for four runs, three of them earned, four bases on balls, a big number, and one strikeout. No hit batsman or wild pitches, a 67 pitch outing for BYU through three. That's on the rubber, brought to you by Discount Tire. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. The new pitcher for Utah is the left-hander, Bryson Van Sickle. So the southpaw will face Mason Strong to begin the BYU fourth inning. BYU five and Utah four after a three-run Utah third. Mason Strong hit by a pitch in the second. He grounds it to third here in the fourth, and the throw from Anderson to Beza. One quickly gone for BYU in the top of the fourth. The 5-3 ground out retires Strong. It'll bring up Dawson Hall. Dawson Hall had a sacrifice fly. Brought in BYU's first run of the game in the top of the second. Scored Ryan Sapiti. BYU would add four more in a five-run second. BYU went up 5-1 at that time. But Utah's made it a one-run game with three in the bottom of the third. We're top four. Cougs five, Utes four. And Dawson Hall will check swing on a ball that got away from the catcher cop and to the screen. It'll be a ball on the appeal. They wanted to see check swing strike. Nope, ball one and no strikes to Dawson Hall. So Dawson officially 0 for 0 with that sack fly in the second. Left-handed hitter facing the lefty on the hill, Van Sickle. Van Sickle high and away for ball two. So Bryson Van Sickle, the third pitcher used. Rather the, yeah, the third pitcher used. Ball three. Three straight balls to Dawson Hall. That's a four-pitch walk to Hall. Smacks the leather high. David Watson pitched the last inning for Schramm as the third pitcher, making Van Sickle the fourth pitcher for Utah here in just the fourth inning. And the Cougs have a lead runner aboard for the third consecutive inning. It's a leadoff double in the second, a leadoff walk in the third. That leadoff walk did not score. And here in the fourth. Well, that was a one-out walk, beg your pardon, as Strong was already retired on the 5-3 ground out. So walking with one out is Hall. I sure like Hall's approach there. I mean, you got a situation where Strong hits the first pitch for the first out of the inning. Haven't even seen Van Sickle, you know, throw a pitch yet. So see what he can do. Misses a couple of times, and you're going to work him to a, to a ball four and get a runner on base. Hall on first. He'll check him again. He'll die back safely. First batter of the fourth was Mason Strong. 5-3 ground down. Dawson Hall base on balls. Ozzie Pratt now hits. Lefty v. Lefty. Back-to-back -back lefty bats. For Trent Pratt, nephew Ozzy squares, pulls away, though back pick at first and throw, getting back in plenty of time is Hall. One ball, no strikes to Ozzy Pratt. Ozzy Pratt grounded out in the first. 
reached on a fielder's choice and scored in the second. He scored on the Brock Watkins three-run home run to left center. To the grassy area just beyond the wall in left center. And Ozzie just got hit high on the back as he turned away from Van Sickle. And so the Cougs now have two out, two aboard with one out here in the top of the fourth. So a base on balls to Dawson Hall, an HBP for Ozzie Pratt. And with two aboard, Brock Watkins comes to bat. Last time he had hit, there were two aboard, and they all came home on that blast over the wall in left center. 386 in the power alley to left. 345 down the line in left. 420 straightaway center. 373 power alley right and 315 short porch and right. And there will be a catcher-pitcher conference with one out and two on for BYU in the top of the fourth inning. So we're in the fourth, and I mentioned how good BYU's been at, at holding leads. And when the Cougs just take a lead into the fourth this year, they're 12-2. and two. And now the leads only run run, mind you, but still the Cougs do lead after three, and they've been excellent at making leads hold up this year. Another good bat. We talked about, you know, Pratt coming up there and working the count. Well, you got the same situation. He hasn't thrown a strike, right? So you come up, fake a bunt, make him think about what's going on. Third baseman comes charging in. And then the next pitch, he's thinking, no, is he going to bunt? Is he going to try to move the runner over? The pitcher's got a lot of things now he's thinking about. So do the infielders. And sure enough, he plunks him. He's got a good move at first base, too. <laughs> He almost picked Hall off a couple times. The plunky, Ozzie Pratt's been hit by a pitch for a fifth time this year. He's at first, Hall at second. Ooh. And that's a swing from the heels there for Brock Watkins for strike one. That's a trying to hit one off the Ford sign well beyond the fence right there. There's a high batter's eye beyond the 420-foot sign in straightaway center. Foul ball got caught the umpire. On the swing through, the ball hit the umpire? Yeah, mm. the, the foul tip caught him. It looked like usually when they go down like that, it's it caught something around the neck. So Randy Sutton's on a knee. His umpire compatriots will join him in a conference around home plate as Utah's trainer's out to check on Randy Sutton. This all happening with one out in the top of the fourth. The count is 0-1. BYU leads it by one by a score of 5-4. The forecast was for rain tonight. And so far it's been dry here at Smith's Ballpark. This feels so much like the night that we had five weeks ago when, we came, when BYU came to play Utah when the forecast was for rain. And it did come, but not till late. And around the eighth inning or so, and the game finished in a, a misty rain. BYU won that game 10-3. Cooks led this one early 5-1. Utah's made it a ball game again. 5-4, our score top four. Still a long conference with the home plate umpire, seeing if he'll be able to carry on here. Pac-12 crew and the four umpires, along with the Utah trainer, are in conversation near home plate. BYU coming into tonight at 20 and 13, Utah 20, 14 and 1. So game number 34 for the Cougs, 36 for the Utes. Utah's played 16 home games already to BYU's 10. The Cougs will get back to Miller Park for three against San Diego this weekend. BYU's got a good true away record at 10 and 6. The Utes are 9 and 7 here at home, and Randy Sutton says, "I'm good to go." He'll step back in and. 
get ready to resume this game with Brock Watkins hitting two aboard one out here at the top of the fourth Brock Watkins 366 with runners in scoring position a boost from his overall number of 301 and now it's a conference on the mound after a conference behind the plate interim head coach Todd Williams and the infield out to converse with Bryson Van Sickle he just got his night underway Van Sickle there is a pitcher up in the Utah pen sinker baller throwing it submarine style so the side armor McCleave is up in the Utah pen and they're going to go to him so Bryson Van Sickle's appearance was a brief one tonight a third of an inning He's out. And McCleave is in. We'll take 60 seconds for a pitching break. BYU 5 and Utah 4. BYU batting top four with one out and two on when we come back to Salt Lake City on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. My new pitcher. For the Utah Utes here in the top of the fourth is Zach McCleave. McCleave making his 19th appearance. And that leads all Utah pitchers in appearances. 21 and two-thirds coming in two tonight. A 3.32 ERA. A little better than two to one strikeout to walk ratio. Comes in with an 0-1 count to Brock Watkins. And Watkins grounds it to second. Second baseman bobbles it, and everyone's going to be safe as Watkins beats it out to first. The throw not in time. And that will be an E4, allowing Brockins to re Brock Watkins to reach and load the bases with one out here at the top of the fourth. Boy, real tough play, though. I mean, the second baseman's playing almost behind second base. That ball's hit in the gap. Normally where he would be playing, long way to go. Was it tough enough for a hit, or do you go E4 on that? I don't know. It's a, that's a tough call. I mean, it's got to be the perfect play. He's got a long way to go to get to it, and then he's got to cross across his body to make the throw. He fielded it well. He had dropped it on the exchange. Yeah, and I mean, they're gonna call they're gonna call it an E4. So the base is loaded now for Mitch McIntyre. So Hall goes to third, Pratt to second, and Watkins officially reaching on the E4. It was a good handle, but he dropped it on the exchange, allowing Watkins to reach. And again, it would have been a tough play to make. Watkins would have made it tough either way. It's first, second, and third. One out and the 0-1 count to Mitch McIntyre. Zach yeah. McCleave on the hill, the right-hander working on the third base side of the rubber. Side armor. Opposite field for Mitch. It's deep and to the track. Left fielder back and makes the catch. Tagging and scoring will be Dawson Hall. And the Cougs will take a two-run lead, 6-4. to four. Tagging from second and going to third is Ozzie Pratt. So it's runners on the corners now for BYU. Watkins held at first. Pratt goes to third on the sack fly from Mitch McIntyre. That was to deep left field. And so the RBI for Mitch... And BYU takes the 6-4 lead, answering Utah's three in the bottom of the third with one so far here in the top of the fourth. And Jacob Wilk now hits with runners on the corners. Wilk hitting 0-59 with runners in scoring position. But on the flip side, he's hitting 333 <laughs> with two outs. So let's go with that. Empty count and two gone for Jacob Wilk. Runners on the corners. Pratt at third. Watkins at first. A run is in, courtesy mm -hmm. of the Mitch McIntyre sack fly. Boy, good piece of hitting by Mitch. 
just take the pitch where it is and hit it on the outside half to left field and almost put it out of the ballpark, actually. I mean, that's about as far as you can hit a ball to keep it in this ballpark. So Dawson Hall, who had a sack fly earlier, scores on a sack fly as that 1-0 count goes to 2-0 to Jacob Wilk. So RBI number 20 on the year for Mitch McIntyre. Brings home Dawson Hall. BYU the lead of two now, 6-4. to four. And the Submariner pipes it in at 82 for strike one. Low part of the zone, but the call is strike one, two and one, with two out, two on for BYU top four. Jacob Wilk has reached base in 14 consecutive games, including tonight, with a base on balls in the third. A leadoff walk left him stranded, and that'll be ball three outside edge. So three balls and a strike. And McCleave is a ball away from loading him again. They're staying away from Wilk, too. They're working him outside. They must know that he's been hot lately. Talking about a slugging percentage of 900. Mm. That's fouled off home plate back to the screen. Three balls, two strikes. Two outrunners, first and third. That 900 number in league. Overall, he's 547. Not too bad for the season, but it just goes way up in WCC play. Yep. Jacob hitting 297 on the year, but again, 333 with two out. It's two out, two on. Full count, and he takes, and he takes his base. Ooh. Good eye by Jacob. Great eye. That's a tough pitch to lay off when you're full count. So Jacob will, will get the free pass. Pratt will stay at third. Watkins will move to second, and it's bases loaded for Ryan Sapiti. What a spot for Ryan, BYU's RBI leader. Ryan on the year with bases loaded. 571 is his clip. And again, BYU as a team has a great bases loaded number on the year. Sapiti now with the sack stacked and two out. Sapiti's four for seven with the bases loaded. That's a lot of looks at, that's a lot of reps wow. at bases loaded seven. And he's got four hits as he takes strike one. BYU looking to add a little insurance here early. It's two run lead, six to four. We're top four. Sapiti leans back, righty v righty right now. The lanky submariner McCleave pipes in strike two on the take. So 0 and 2 from McCleave to Sapiti. 6'4, 225, the Cypress High School product. And the side armor, Zach McCleave. Tough. 0 2, yep. Tougher right handed batter to hit. Ryan's got to dig in, stay in the count. 0 and 2, two out, two on. The kick and fire, and that's chopped. Fair, slow down the third baseline. The throw to first, got him in time. The 5-3 and a good play made by third baseman Chase Anderson charging the number down the third baseline. That'll do it for BYU. Cougs goes to score one run on no hits, as it turned out. Yep. There were no errors, and there were three left on. We go to the bottom of the fourth. BYU 6, Utah 4, the score on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are at a delay here in Salt Lake City. And rain is not falling. And I haven't heard thunder. And normally when you don't see the rain, but the guys come off the field, you're thinking lightning. But 
it doesn't it's not a thunderstormy type of night at least not from what i can see it could be that things are moving in from the west that we don't see but both teams have come off the diamond here in the bottom of the fourth it's a slower moving game tonight six to four the score byu with a two-run lead after scoring two in the second and one in the top of the fourth Utah opened the scoring with a single run bottom one. That five run second made the score five to one BYU. Utah got three back. All three scoring with two out in the bottom of the third. So it was five to four through three. In the top of the fourth, Cooks manufacture a run on Mitch McIntyre's sack fly RBI, making the score six to four. So it's BYU with a two run lead into the bottom of the fourth, but the bottom of the fourth is yet to begin because we're in a delay of some kind. And usually once they've taken the guys off the field, it's going to be a little while till they come back. And so it could be that we take a break along with you all. We're waiting to hear as uh, this is in the bottom of the fourth and no one on the field. Duff Tittle with me, Greg Rubel here in Salt Lake City. Duff, you wandered back into the main press area. Any word from there? The word from the press box is that it, they're making a change with the umpires. Oh. So he must have got dinged up a little bit more than we thought. At oh, point. so, all right. So it's not weather-related, which I guess for the time being is good news for this game. Yep. But for the home plate umpire, Randy Sutton, not good news. He took the brunt of a foul tip in the top of the inning, mm -hmm. and he did have to pause for a good three, four minutes, and they've decided that he will not be able to continue. So it will, I would think, go with a three-person crew unless they have an alternate ready here tonight. But Randy Sutton's night apparently will be done. They'll make an umpire change. So I guess, again, the good news for the game is there shouldn't be a lengthy weather delay, but they will have to make an assignment change and tend to the well-being of Randy Sutton. And they're not sure whether he got hit by a foul tip or whether actually the bat, the bat came got through him and got him. On the follow-through? Yeah, on the follow-through. So, mm. And we don't have a monitor <laughs> here with us tonight to be able to see what's going yeah. on. So, uh, When the game does resume, there will be a new pitcher for BYU. Carter Smith will be the fourth pitcher used by the Cougs. Utah's already gone to five tonight. Hostert followed by Schramm, Watson, Van Sickle, and then McCleave. McCleave, the submariner that ended the BYU fourth. For BYU, it's been Cole and Porter. Yeah, Cole Porter. Uh, you got Cole followed by Porter, then Robison, and now Carter Smith. So a fourth pitcher used by BYU will be the right-hander Carter Smith. Get you some of Carter's numbers as we are in a delay here at Smith's Ballpark in downtown Salt Lake City. Carter Smith will enter as the fourth hurler for Coach Trent Pratt tonight. And Carter will be making his 12th appearance. An ERA of 4.82. His record's 1-0. And the one win came in Lincoln. In the second game of that seven-inning, nine-inning doubleheader on Friday, Carter pitched two-thirds of an inning, but that was enough to get him the W in that game. He's pitched nine and a third on the year. Has scattered 11 hits, 10 runs. Only five of them earned, notably. Six bases on balls, seven strikeouts. Has yet to give up a home run. Does have five wild pitches on his season portfolio. 
and he'll go back into his warm-up routine as this delay continues in Salt Lake City. So Carter Smith will enter when we resume plate. Let's take a two-minute break. If we can let our crew back at BYU Radio, break for two. We'll come back and get ready for play. It is BYU 6 and Utah 4, the score, in the bottom of the fourth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. When play resumes here in Salt Lake City, and we hope it to be soon, Carter Smith will be the new pitcher for BYU, so it's a PZ Printing pitching change. Brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. Well, the Utah trainer who was attending to the home plate umpire, Randy Sutton, is now heading back to the Utah dugout. He'd been back under the stands with Sutton as it apparently Sutton will leave the game, leaving three umpires to go the rest of the way today unless there's a fourth on hand and an alternate ready to go. So the reason for this delay is an injury suffered by the home plate umpire, Randy Sutton. After a foul tip in the fourth, top of the fourth, either ball or bat hit him, and he was rung up enough to force him to leave the game. So Carter Smith will enter. Carter, the six foot three, 210-pound right-hander out of Lehigh, Utah, Sky Ridge High School. His brother pitches for Utah Valley. Carter will give you a four-pitch mix, a fastball in the high 80s to low 90s, touching 95. A change in the high 70s to 80 miles per hour, a slider in the high 70s to low 80s, low to mid 80s, and a change in the mid to high 70s. That's what Carter Smith will bring you as we bring you BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Really good to have you joining us if you are joining us on the BYU Radio app. We've been recently just added to the BYU Radio app. You can also hear us on byuradio.org, 107.9 FM, the BYU Cougars app. Just tap on baseball and then radio, and you can also get us at byucougars.com slash live radio. Those are all the ways to hear BYU baseball. Tonight's game is also being seen on the Pac-12 network. We're in the bottom of the fourth, about to begin the bottom of the fourth when play resumes. BYU leading Utah by a score of 6-4. to four. This is a long night getting longer as we're not even quite halfway through, and this game is, well, almost two hours old. The series all-time is BYU 248, Utah 124 with one tie. So BYU exactly doubling up Utah in the win tally. The last game played between the two was BYU's 10-3 win here at Smith's Ballpark back on March 15th, exactly five weeks ago tonight. The last game played at Miller Park was a Utah win 11-5 in May of last year. And they'll do it again in May of this year. May 17th for BYU and Utah. So in this three-game series this year, two in Salt Lake City and one game in Provo. We are in a delay here at Smith's Ballpark. BYU and Utah. Cougs have lost seven of the last ten against their rivals from Salt Lake City, including five of the last seven in Salt Lake City. But the Cougs did win, again, the last game played here just five weeks ago tonight. The last win in Provo, you've got to go back uh, more than a year. A year and almost a week, BYU won 7-4 on April 13th of 2021. BYU coming in two tonight, 20-13, and 6-6 six and six in league. Utah 2014-1, they're 7-8 in the Pac-12. Taking a look around the west of the rest of the West Coast Conference tonight. 
And again, a few games have already gone final. Nevada defeating St. Mary's 13-3 in Reno. In seven innings, in a 10-run rule game, UNLV defeated LMU 21-11. Pepperdine over CSU Bakersfield in Malibu by a score of 7-2. So Pepperdine goes to 19-16 on the year. LMU falls to 13-23-1 on the year. And St. Mary's falls to 21-16 on the season. LMU's interesting because they're 13-23-1, so that says not a very good baseball team, yet they are tied for second in the West Coast Conference because they're 9-6 in league play. Other games going on tonight in the West Coast Conference. Portland is playing home to Oregon tonight, and the Ducks lead the Pilots 3-0 in the bottom of the fifth. Gonzaga and Oregon State playing in Corvallis. And after Gonzaga got a nice win last night, 13-6 over the number two team in the country, the Beavers have bounced back so far and lead Gonzaga 7-4. That's in the top of the fourth. Santa Clara and San Jose are playing tonight, and San Jose State leading Santa Clara 4-1 in the top of the second. Sacramento State and Pacific are tied one apiece in Stockton in the top of the fourth. And San Francisco playing at Cal tonight, leading Cal by a score of 3-1 to one in the top of the third. We'll take one more 60-second break and come back with baseball. The Cougs are back out on the diamond, and the Utes will be at bat when we return to Salt Lake City on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Are you a true blue BYU fan? There is no better way to show your Cougar pride than with a BYU license plate. You don't have to wait until your registration is due, and the annual $35 fee counts as a tax-deductible donation. 100% of proceeds from the BYU plates goes towards student scholarships. There is no reason to wait. Head to your local DMV or alumni.byu.edu slash plates to get one today. Go Cougs! Career impact, that's what we're all about at the University of Utah David Eccles School of Business. Take the next step in advancing your career through our internationally acclaimed MBA online program. Our program ranks top 10 in the world and allows you to invest in your education at a cost 30% less than other top programs. With an online MBA, you can earn your degree while balancing work and life responsibilities. Begin learning skills that will boost your career and enhance your work performance today. Visit utahonlinenba.com for more information. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back in downtown Salt Lake City, almost ready to restart tonight's baseball game. They're going to go with a three-umpire crew after the home plate umpire, Randy Sutton, has left the game due to injury. We would presume that they go with the regular rotation clockwise and that first base umpire, Brandon Vandermeid, will now be behind the plate. We'll go with that presumption. As digging in is Carter Booth, and the first batter that Carter Smith faces faces is Carter Booth, and Carter Smith hits Booth and puts him on base. Hit him in the foot. So Carter Smith, the fourth pitcher used for BYU tonight, and he hits the first batter he faces with BYU nursing a two-run lead, 6-4, to four, here in the bottom of the fourth. And 
And you know what? The first batter that Carter Smith faced in Lincoln on the weekend he hit. And that's chopper foul by Gabe Singer out of the nine hole to shortstop. So Singer hitting with a man on first and no one out here in the bottom of the fourth and BYU with a two-run lead. So time run at the plate here and Gabe Singer, he grounded out 6-3 in the second. Carter Smith with his sixth hits batsman of the year. The 0-1. That's piped in for strike two, so he's ahead of Gabe Singer, 0-2. We had about, what we call it, maybe a 15-minute delay, Duff, do you think? I feel like 15, right around there? Yeah, it, I think it was at least that, 15 to 20 minutes. I did actually get to see a replay of the play with the home plate umpire, and it looked like it was a foul tip. comes off the bat really fast, so it's hard to tell. So the ball hit him or the bat? I think the ball hit him. Okay. I think it was a foul tip. The only angle they have is from center field in, so it's a long ways away, and... But it looked like it caught him somewhere in the head or neck area. Mm. After a check at first on the 0-2, Carter Smith facing Gabe Singer. No balls, two strikes. No out, one on. Bottom four. BYU leads it 6-4. The right-hander Smith winds up and delivers. And that's a chase pitch. But it got away from Mason Strong and taking second is Carter Booth. So the hit-by-pitch turns into a man on second. They judge that passed ball. Or wild pitch. Either way, Carter's first couple of batters have been an experience here. He's one and two to Gabe Singer. Wild pitch. So hit batsman and a wild pitch. And yep, there's action again in the BYU bullpen. As Carter Smith's off to a shaky start. Cy Nielsen, the southpaws, warming up. Tying run at the plate in a two-run game. And the Cougs in a spot of trouble. Runner in scoring position for Singer. Top of the order due up, and that's two straight in the dirt from Carter Smith. Two balls, two strikes. He was ahead. 0-2 to Singer, and now the count is even. Greg Grubel with BYU Baseball Communications Director Duff Tittle alongside tonight here at Smith's Ballpark. Rain is in the forecast. In fact, showers at the airport, they're saying right now. Mm. High 40s, the temperature. The wind is calmed here in the fourth inning. The 2-2. And that's a reach-out grounder. Slow roller to short. Watkins will handle fire. The pick by Wilk. They call him safe. Jacob Wilk had to make the pick at first. And with the three-umpire crew, that's a different positioned umpire than we had a few moments ago. And Trent Pratt will come on out to ask what the first base umpire saw as Wilk made the pick of a ball in the dirt on a fire from Watkins, and it'll be runners on the corners and no one out. The runner reaches. And Wilk thought he had him. Wilk made the scoop, and it's a bang-bang play, but the call is safe. And it's so first and third, no one so out. So hard to tell from up here. So an infield hit for Gabe Singer, and it's the top of the order. And now the go-ahead run is at the plate. Boy, an outstanding play from Brock to even get to it and then get rid of it quick enough. And then Wilk with a great scoop. And again, down an umpire. The umpire who made that call wasn't where he would normally be on a first base play had there been a real traditional first base umpire involved there. But close enough to make the call. I mean, he was in. Yeah. The, he was there nearby. 
And the call is the call. The funny thing is, in Lincoln, they would have gone and reviewed that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we saw five video reviews in Lincoln mm-hmm. over the weekend yep. on plays just like that. The 1-0 delivery to Kai Roberts. Top of the order due up, and now two balls and no strikes. On third is Booth, and on first is Singer. And Roberts, Fry, and Anderson, the 1-2-3 hitters due up for Utah. BYU six runs on five hits. The Utes four runs on four hits. Both teams have an error. That's three straight balls from Carter Smith. So Smith's got to throw a strike or load the bases for Utah. Cougs had a 5-1 lead. Was cut to 5-4. Added one to make it a two-run game. But now the go-ahead run is in the batter's box, and Carter Smith does his job. On the take, it'll be three balls and a strike. So Kai Roberts, the right fielder, walked and scored in the first, struck out swinging in the third. He bats now in the bottom of the fourth in a two-run game. It's Utah trailing BYU by a score of 6-4. to four. And That's a walk outside and low and away. And the bases are loaded for Utah. Singer goes to second. Booth will stay at third, and Kai Roberts on the base on balls. Stacks the sacks, and head coach Trent Pratt will come on out. And Carter Smith, after an ineffective stint, will likely see his night come to an end. It'll be Sine Nielsen coming in. It'll be a PZ Printing pitching change, brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. We'll break for 60. New pitcher for BYU next year on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for BYU here in the bottom of the fourth is Cy Nielsen. Cy replaces Carter Smith. Carter faced three batters and did not record an out. And from right-hander to left-hander we go. As Cy Nielsen takes the hill. BYU's lead is 6-4, but it's increasingly tenuous. The BYU lead with Utah loading the bases and no one out here in the bottom of the fourth. Cy Nielsen, the southpaw, the first left-hander used by interim head coach Trent Pratt tonight. Cy making his 17th appearance. And for BYU, that leads in appearances. Takes the lead from Reed McLaughlin. So no one's had more stints than Cy Nielsen. Cy in 17 and a third has given up 13 hits. Nine runs, eight of them earned. A stellar strikeout to walk ratio at 20 to three. His ERA is 4.15. And BYU's infielders playing a double play depth, conceding a run, which would make it a one run game. The next run makes it six to five. It's bases loaded for Utah and no one out. You're in the bottom of the fourth, and that's slow for ball one. Let's be reminded, Duff, that Utah had bases loaded, no one out in the first, and got just the one run. We'll see if the Cougs can similarly mitigate the damage here in the fourth. Yep, fly ball score, and then a double play to get out of it. Take that again right now. Yep, one ball, no strikes to Landon Fry, the number two hitter. It's with the sacks stacked, and that's two straight balls from Cy. Cook pitches having a tough time finding the zone right now. It chased Carter Smith. Carter left without getting an out. 
in three batters. And the Cougs are into their fifth pitcher of the night here in the fourth inning. A true staff day for BYU. As between the two teams, we've seen ten pitchers used. We're not yet through four, and that's a strike delivered on a take. Sly gets back in the count of two and one. This game is uh, two hours old, and we're not yet through four. <laughs> yep. And the weather's supposed to come, get worse as it goes along. Yeah, so this now, evening, now so. you're looking, and then really now you're looking at keeping a lead and, and getting through at least four and a half yeah. for if the game to go official, you're where you need to be. But you're looking to put a dent in that two-run lead. Desai gets to three and one on Landon Fry. Three balls and a strike. Desai's got to throw a strike or risk walking in a run, and he throws a strike. Lower part of the zone around the kneecaps, but a good pitch by Sai at 90, the fastball, and that's three balls and two strikes. Fry must be a, a fastball hitter because the three balls that Sai has thrown have all been off-speed pitches and missed on all of them, so got to come with something here. That's a bases-loaded walk. Sai low and inside, and the Utes make it a one-run game, and the base is still loaded and still no one out. Came with a fastball, but just missed, barely inside and low. So BYU pitchers tonight have walked six, hit one, and have only one strikeout. That's kind of the opposite of where things have been for the BYU pitching staff of late. So six free bases and only one strikeout for BYU pitching tonight, and the bases stay loaded as Fry walks and walks in. Carter Booth with the Utes' fifth run. Sai needs to make an adjustment. Everything's missing low and inside on the zone. Needs to make a change, get the ball up in the zone just a bit. Singer at third, Roberts at second, Fry at first, and that's one and one as Sai evens the count to Chase Anderson. But the heavy hitters are due up. T.J. Clarkson and Jaden Kiernan with still no one out. This inning is threatening to get away from BYU. 6-5 the score, bases loaded, no one out. Good pitch. Nice job, breaking ball at 82 for strike two. One ball, two strikes. Can side pitch the Cougs out of this jam? No one out, the sacks are stacked, and it's a one-run game. BYU 6 and Utah 5, the tying run 90 feet away. Go ahead, run at second. The pitch to Anderson. It's a backwards K. The second strikeout of the night for BYU pitching comes at a most opportune time. 92-mile-an-hour fastball on the inner half, and just I think he was looking for something else and got froze. Now a double play gets BYU out of the inning. It'll be a left-handed bat facing the left-hander, Cy Nielsen. So T.J. Clarkson hitting lefty against the lefty. One out, bases loaded. Double play gets you out of the inning with only one run scoring. That's a strike piped in by Cy. He's finding him, finding his rhythm a little bit here. That's 0-1 to Clarkson. Good spot down and away to a lefty. That's almost an impossible pitch to hit right there. Cy gets a sign from the stretch. Steps off. No balls and a strike to Clarkson. In the first, sack fly for the Utes' first run of the night. And then he walked and scored in the third. Part of a three-run third for Utah. The Cougs have the lead, but it's only a run now. It's 6-5. to five. BYU on top or bottom four. Bases loaded, one out for Clarkson. And that's fouled out of play down the third baseline. 
Sai gets ahead 0-2. And again, size strikeout ratio is around 7 to 1. In fact, I think it's exactly 7 to 1 now. Good adjustments on these last two hitters. The 0 2. Nielsen comes set, kicks and fires, and that's another backwards K back to back strikeouts for BYU. Two huge outs here in the bottom of the fourth. Fantastic pitch. Again on the outer half, right on the edge to a left-handed hitter. Just frozen. The top two hitters in sluggy percentage both go down looking here in the bottom of the fourth with the bases loaded. It was bases loaded, no one out, and already one run across, and it's back-to-back strikeouts for Cy Nielsen. Both caught looking, and now Jaden Kiernan hits with two out, and the bases remaining loaded. BYU, if they can get out of this inning with the lead intact. Wow. And that's inside and low. Ball one to Kiernan. Kiernan in the first. Grounded into an inning-ending double play. In the third, it was a two-RBI double with two out. Jaden Kiernan has reached safely in eight straight. One ball, no strikes, two out. And the base is loaded for Utah. BYU's up six to five. That's a breaking ball. Drops in for strike one. One and one. Sai settling in. Real nice combination of pitches, too, that he's getting from the dugout. Mixing up the breaking ball and also his fastball. The 1-1. Just a little low for ball two. So it was a bases-loaded walk issue to Landon Fry for the Utes' one run so far here in the fourth to make it a one-run game. Cougs lead 6-5, two balls and a strike to Jaden Kiernan. Chopper to Deming, handles, bobbles, will throw to first, a low throw. What it's a, picked and they got him. job by Wilk to stay down on that ball and bring it out of the dirt. A 5-3 ground out, the hot shot to the hot corner. Deming a slight bobble picked up and a missile to first. And just like that, the Cougs wow. are out of the inning with only one run across. BYU takes the lead to the top of the fifth. It's BYU 6 and Utah 5 for the Utes in the bottom of the fourth. One run on one hit. There were no errors, and three were left on. BYU 6, Utah 5, top five next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. One ball, one strike to the leadoff batter for BYU in the top of the fifth. He is Austin Deming. Cougars keep a lead 6-5 to five into the top of the fifth. More on that as we await the 1-1 offering from Zach McCleave, the submariner, to Austin Deming. He didn't want to swing, but he waved through for strike two. Boy, what a great play Deming made at third base mm. to end that inning. That thing was an absolute laser coming off the bat. One hopper, kept it in front of him. And speaking of lasers, how about the throw to first base? Deming taking the hot shot off the one hop with the bases loaded. The bobble thinking about going to the man crossing his face in front of the base path. Instead goes to first. Wilk makes a nice play there, and the Cougs get out of that bottom of the fourth with only one run scoring. And that's laced to center field. Center field going back and to the track, and it will be off the wall. 
Deming will hold at second for Austin Deming, his second double of the night, two for three with two doubles. It was an RBI double in the second, and that was a straight shot to center over the head of Booth and off the wall. A stand-up two-bagger for Deming to lead off the top of the fifth. Boy, and way to stay patient. You know, he got fooled on the two pitches before it, and he didn't look really good, but he just stayed back and found one that he could lace. And, they, you know, center fielder took a step in. I think he, he thought that ball was not going to carry like it did. Carried to the track and off the padding to straightaway center. Lead man aboard with a double, and that's Austin Deming for the second time tonight with a double. Jacob Rogers will square and pull back for ball one. Back to the bottom of the fourth, the Utes had bases loaded, no one out. And then the Cougs walked the guy for a one run across, still bases loaded, no one out. Then three consecutive outs, backwards K, backwards K, and a 5-3 ground down. And BYU gets out of the inning with only run run scoring. So twice tonight, Duff, the Utes have had bases loaded, nobody out, and only got one in both situations, bottom one and bottom four. Yeah, and tip your hat to Cy Nelson, right? I mean, he did give up a walk. He gave up one run. But, boy, then he got laser-focused and just mixed up his pitches, had the Utes uh, off, get off balance at the plate. Excellent job. Bunt laid down, takes something off it, does Rogers on the bunt to the pitcher, and it's a sacrifice bunt moving Deming from second to third. So the Cougs in sack fly territory now. They get a runner on third with less than two outs. And with runners on third and less than two outs this year, the Cougs coming into tonight for bringing in runs at a 600 clip. That is a 600 rate for RBIs per opportunity with runners on third less than two outs. That's That's an impressive number. That is an impressive number. That's a number that's just off the charts. So the 1-3 sacrifice bunt for Rodgers. A swing and a miss from Mason Strong hitting out of the eight hole with a runner on third. That runner is Austin Deming after a leadoff double. Mason's got to look for a pitch that he can drive right here. Something get up in the zone and carry. The 0-1 fouled into the screen down the first baseline. It'll go to 0-2 to Strong. See if Mason can get one up in the air here, bring a run home. Every run precious with the game in that territory where if severe weather were to hit, as long as you get through five and you're BYU, the game could be called official. Not seeing raindrops yet, but they're in the forecast on a chilly, breezy night. And that's a backwards K is taking the call. Third strike is Mason Strong, so takes BYU to sack fly territory, and Dawson Hall will now hit. Similar to Cy last inning, just painted right yeah. on the corner. Just froze him. So one out and one on for BYU. Top five, Cougs up six to five. Utah's had base runners in every inning. No easy innings yet for BYU. For that matter, BYU has had runners on the base pass in every inning. So no inning's been easy for the pitching staffs. There's a ton of been used tonight. We're in the top of the fifth of a 6-5 game, and it's an empty count with two out, one on for Dawson Hall. Foul to the backstop. No balls and a strike. And Dawson's delivered some really important base hits this year with guys in scoring position. He brought home BYU's first run tonight. Or he brought home, yeah, the Cougs' uh, second run on a sack fly in the second. And then he scored after walking in the fourth. That five run. Oh, no, he got the one run in the fourth. That is, yeah, mm-hmm. the one that made it six to four. He came in on the leadoff. He had one out walk and then scored on the sack fly by McIntyre. 
One ball is two strikes, by the way, back in the count to Hall. The one and two, two out, one on. Cooks have Deming at third. Oh, and Dawson Hall, it. opposite field and just a little under it. Left fielder watching it into his glove, and that'll be it. So BYU in the top of the fifth. No runs on a hit. There were no errors. A runner left on. We go bottom five. BYU 6-5, to five, the lead over Utah on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, something we have not had tonight is a 1-2-3 inning at any point. <laughs> we have a new pitcher for BYU. Aiden Callahan. It's a PZ Printing pitching change. Brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Callahan is the sixth pitcher used by BYU tonight. Aiden Callahan, five weeks ago tonight, pitched a perfect inning here at Utah. Yeah, then he left right. the game with arm soreness. Yep. And he was on the shelf for the next four weeks with that arm soreness after the Utah outing. He finally got back and active against Nebraska. Pitched a good inning, or pitched good two innings in Lincoln. And now he takes the hill here with BYU nursing a 6-5 lead. Maybe that first 1-2-3 inning comes for Aiden Callahan, who's been so good in very limited work. Four innings pitched this year. The one hit allowed, no runs, and five strikeouts in those four innings and look good in Lincoln. That's two straight balls from Aiden. Love to see him do well. You know, kid coming off Tommy John a couple years ago. Then the COVID years and just, you know, just stayed with it finding a way to contribute. Aiden on the hill. And that's three straight balls, though, from Callahan. Boy, and all of them looked really close, too. Real close to the plate. Fastball 88 to 91. That was piped in at 90. Throws a cutter in the low 80s. A change in the high 70s. And his curve will drop in in the mid-70s. And that's on an auto-take. 3-0 to 3-1 to Alex Beza. Alex Beza, the left-handed bat, leading off the Utah 5th. It is BYU 6 and Utah 5. Utes have had base runners in every inning. Beza grounds a Dazi Pratt at second, fires to first, and that's one gone for Utah here in the bottom of the fifth. Good job by Callahan to fight back, get himself back in a good count and get a ground ball. We also ought to mention that he's interning in the athletic department yep. in the finance You area. do see him up on the third floor <laughs> yeah. quite frequently, yeah. Yep. Well, you know what? Good for him. That's the first time tonight that BYU's gotten the lead batter out for Utah. Right, exactly. Maybe it'll lead to something nice. So Alex Beza on the 4-3 ground out, one out for the Utes here in the bottom of the fifth. That's striped to center. Mitch McIntyre watches it right into his glove, and so quickly two gone, and we are... We're on the verge of the first one, two, three. I don't, I don't, don't jinx it. I don't want to speak too quickly here, but it's uh, something we haven't seen yet tonight, and yet too quickly gone as Davis Kopp flied out to Mitch McIntyre. It'll bring up Carter Booth. Booth was hit by a pitch and scored in the fourth. That made it a 6-5 game. Boy, and both balls hit right at Cougars. Ozzie yep. didn't have to move a step at second base. Mitch took about a step and a half to his left to make that play in the center field. Yeah, Carter Booth led off the last inning with the hit-by-pitch. Then it was a single, a walk, and a base on balls just like that. The Cougs had walked in a run and kept the bases loaded with no one out, but then three straight outs for BYU, and the Cougs got out of the inning by mitigating the damage. A single run only crossed, and that was key as the Cougs kept the lead into the top of the fifth. We're now bottom five, BYU six and Utah five, and a strike delivered to Carter Booth as Aiden gets ahead 0-1. Second one gets past Mason Strong, 1-1. 
It's what I always used to tell my kids when I was coaching baseball and youth baseball and in high school. Two is not three. <laughs> and my kids will tell you, coach said that way too much, but two is not three. Foul back to the screen. One ball, two strikes. Aiden Callahan, the 6'5", 225-pound senior out of Boise. Played his Juco ball at Everett Community College. Is ahead of Carter Booth. One ball and two strikes. Wind up and delivery. That's hit in the air to right. And right at Ryan Sapiti. It's a 1-2-3 <laughs> inning for BYU for the first time is. tonight. You just go down in order. 1-2-3. It was a ground out and a couple of fly outs. And we go to the top of the sixth. BYU 6 and Utah 5 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. There's nothing like fine craftsmanship. That's why I use my style checking from Mountain America Credit Union. It has all the time-tested benefits you'd expect from checking, as well as some cool modern features like easy-to-earn rewards, mobile alerts, and loan rate discounts. That's what I call a well-built account. Put the finishing touches on your finances. Open your MyStyle account today at any Mountain America branch or at macu.com. Insured by NCUA. On approved credit. Membership required based on eligibility. Utahns love staying active, and Intermountain Healthcare is here to help keep it that way. Because maybe you can't lift 500-pound plates like a lineman, but you might have what it takes to scale Olympus. Maybe you got three-foot range instead of three-point, but you can handle three feet of powder. It's a way of life. And if there's ever a setback, we're here to get the Cougs and you back out there. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. Why do you listen to BYU Radio? Some listen to learn, others to be entertained and escape, while some listen because they want to open their minds to new thoughts and ideas. Whatever the reason, BYU Radio has something for you. The Lisa Show takes a good look at life. Constant Wonder explores the hidden marvels in nature. Top of Mind will leave you empowered and hopeful. No one can tell a tall tale like Sampane on the Appleseed. Find your reason to listen. Download the BYU Radio app or listen wherever you get your podcasts. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 49 degrees with a feels like of 45. Clouds are really setting in and it's starting to feel heavy. Yeah. Like there's rain. So with rain in the forecast, nothing yet. And this game will, this game's official now. We are through five complete. And BYU leads it by a score of six to five as we go top six. And a new pitcher for Utah is Brady Malet. Malet, the southpaw, was also used, I believe, in the uh, BYU game here five weeks ago. Malet will make his 13th appearance. Indeed, he pitched against BYU one and two-thirds. He gave up a hit, two runs, both earned. Also hit a batter. First batter he'll see tonight is Ozzie Pratt leading off the sixth. Top of the order for BYU. Six to five, the Cougars lead. First pitch delivered by the lefty Malet is ball one. Ozzie tonight grounded out. Fielder's choice and scored, then hit by a pitch and was stranded. So 0 for 2 officially. That's one and one to Pratt. Another good lead by Ozzie. Patient, find a ball you can hit. Both teams have used six pitchers so far, and we're in the sixth inning. That's take by Ozzy. One and two now to Pratt. Took a little bit off that. I think Ozzy was sitting on maybe a fastball. 
One, two to the BYU second baseman. And check swing. They're going to appeal and get the appeal to punch out at third base. Third base umpire says he went, so that'll do it. Ozzie's down on strikes. A swinging strikeout to lead off the sixth. So Brock Watkins will hit now. Watkins struck out in the first. The big blast, the three-run home run to left center in the second. Then he reached on an E4 and was stranded in the fourth. Kooks left the bases loaded in the fourth. BYU 0 for 1 with the sack stack. The Utes, though, 0 for 3 with bases loaded. Big part of tonight's storyline. That's a swing and a miss from Watkins. Falls behind 0-1-1 to Brady Maylett. Maylett, the southpaw. Out of South Jordan, Utah. Bingham High School, 6-5-2-20. The rangy lefty. 0-1 to Brock. Outside for ball one. We're in the sixth inning. BYU in leading after six this year is 16-1. The Cougs know how to close games out. Greg, you were there at Nebraska. It seemed like listening to you that the, the Cougs were really giving good at bats. Patient at the plate, swinging at good stuff. Yeah, even though the average didn't show it by the end of the weekend. Right. Coach Trent Pratt will tell you there were there was a lot of solid contact made and a lot of high pitch counts mm-hmm. worked yep. and, and they didn't they were not unhappy with, with the at bats they got. The hits didn't come, right. but they liked a lot about the approach at the plate. Got a similar thing going on tonight, right? Seeing a lot of pitches, waiting for one that you like. The one two after the foul back, and that'll be a swing and a miss. And that was a third strike not caught, but Brock didn't really notice it. He was already on his way back to the dugout. They threw to first to make it official because that was the third strike not caught with first base open, but Brock didn't take off. Tough pitch up and in, just kind of handcuffed him. So back-to-back strikeouts to start the sixth, the second swinging K for Watkins. Mitch McIntyre with a double in the first. He was stranded, a ground out in the second, and a sack fly in the fourth. That's the last run BYU scored. And Mitch McIntyre, who is BYU's career hit-by-pitch leader, takes one in the small of the back and will take first base with two out here in the top of the sixth. Yeah, that was uh, one of those where you're not going to get out of the way of it. So might as well try to get that where it hits you and it's not going to hurt. It's an interesting thing to lead. All yeah. time in. I mean, that's is that's thirty second HBP yeah, all time. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things. If you wonder, record's been around for a while. How long <laughs> will anybody ever pass that? Yeah, and do you want to pass it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Those, those do still hurt. You might take a lot. They, sure, they, they never feel great. The other thing that's amazing is you know he's closing in on the all time games played stuff too. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, you've played a lot of games, been hit a lot, but not missed many games. After a check back on Mitch, uh, ball one delivered to Jacob Wilk. Wilk hitting with McIntyre on first and two out here in the top of the sixth. BYU six and Utah five. Again, back check, at, check back at first and almost got away from Baser that mm. time as Maylett on a throwback to first was wide. And Baza had to make a nice play to avoid Mitch taking a base. Yeah, almost threw that in the, the uh, sideline camera box. The 1-0. Chopper to short. Singer will handle. Fire to first, and that'll be it for BYU in the top of the sixth. So for BYU, no runs, no hits, no errors. A runner left on. We go bottom six. BYU 6, Utah 5 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. 
This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom six, BYU six and Utah five. The rain has begun to fall here in downtown Salt Lake City. And Duff, my pocket radar says it could be with us a little while. Oh, that is a lot of green on that pocket radar. So... Aiden Callahan into his second inning of work. Delivers ball one to the nine-hitter, Gabe Singer, leading off the bottom of the sixth. BYU nursing a one-run lead. Singer tonight one for two with a single in the fourth. He was stranded. That's high outside. Ball two. Two and zero to Singer. Singer out of the nine hole. Top of the order due up next. Left-handed hitting Kai Roberts is on deck. The kick and fire from Aiden. Three straight Mm. balls from Callahan. Started the first inning this way, too, but then he kind of got focused and got back, got himself back into the count. And the lead runner, the lead batter reached for Utah in the first four innings. Mm. Not in the fifth, but now in the sixth. And so in five of six innings, the lead batter is aboard for Utah. And you put the nine man on on a base on balls. Yeah. Not a good thing. With no, with no strikes in the count. That was four straight balls by Aiden Callahan. So, tying runs on the base paths in the top of the order due up. Roberts, Fry, and Anderson. One, two, three hitters due up in a one-run game. The rain is falling, but it's more misty than torrential mm. right now. Taking his lead is Singer. BYU had a, a 5-1 lead at one point. Got to 5-4. BYU bumped it to 6-4. Utes answered 6-5, and that's where we are here at bottom six. Robert squared a bun on that. From the stretch, Aiden deals outside. Mm, another pitch that's Missed close. It again. That's what happens when you string a few balls together and the umpire starts squeezing the plate on you a little bit. Colin Reuter has replaced Mason Strong behind the plate. Two balls and no strikes to Kai Roberts. Squaring is Roberts. Firing is Callahan. Pulling back, but taking strike one is Roberts there. Two balls and a strike. Utah five runs on four hits. BYU six runs on six hits. Both teams have a fueling error. This two of three between the Cougars and Utes this season. They play one more time four weeks from tonight at Miller Park. That's a swing and a miss as Aiden gets the count even after falling behind 2-0. It's now 2-2 on the miss by Roberts. Big old hack. Big swing right there. Roberts has reached in 28 straight, but his uh, modest six-game hit streak is in jeopardy at this point. He's hitless tonight. 0-for-1 with a couple of bases on balls. He has scored a run. The 2-2 to Roberts. And that's fouled out of play over the roof. Down the 13th south side of the field. <laughs> Out into the street, perhaps, with that one. And I wonder, over time, this, this facility's more than a quarter of a century old. How many, uh, how many cars on 13th south have been in play <laughs> over time? And that's again out of play, and again to the 13th south side of the park, but off the roof this time. Well, the field's been here a lot longer than just the current stadium, right? right? Dirks Field back yeah, in the Dirk's old days. Yeah, yeah, in fact, I played here in Dirks Field back when I was in high school at the state tournament back in 1981. 
I think. So this spot has been but around for a while. Old. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was five when I played. <laughs> yeah, they've been playing baseball at this location for a long, long time. Yes, for sure. But as Franklin Quest and then Franklin Covey and then Smith's Ballpark, mm-hmm. it's been uh, about 27 years, I think. Certainly a different stands and all. They've, yeah, they've new done configuration, a lot to it, for right. sure. Catching back up with the count's gone full. Three and two now. To Kai Roberts, the runner on first is Gabe Singer. No one out, bottom six, and BYU with a one-run lead, six to five. That's another walk. Boy, squeezing the plate. Inside to Kai Roberts, and back-to-back walks. And the Cougars have had a real tough time with free bases tonight. BYU has eight walks and uh, one-hit batsman. uh, Yeah, eight walks and one-hit batsman to just three strikeouts on the night. And a lot of the runs that have been scored by Utah tonight came from scoring those runs, taking advantage of BYU putting runners on base. In the first, runner walked and scored. In the third, runner walked, uh, batter walked and scored, batter walked and scored. Yeah, you would think this is definitely a bunt situation right here. And in the fourth, batter hit by a pitch, scored. So the free pace, mm-hmm. the, the yep. free base, you know, situations are, are hurting BYU undoubtedly tonight. 1-0 to Landon Fry. He's got two on and no one out. Did not square on that one, surprisingly. I think with the one-run game, you want to try to get a couple of guys in the scoring position. Catcher-pitcher conference as Colin Reuter will walk out to the rubber. So a little bit of a stall tactic here to get the uh, next guy up warmed up. Cougs on to their sixth pitcher of the night. Nate Daly is warming in the BYU pen down the first base line. So Landon Fry, Utah's hits leader, is 0 for 1 tonight officially with a run scored. And an RBI. His RBI came on a bases-loaded walk. Mm. And his run scored after reaching base on a walk. Trent Pratt's going to stroll on out now. And will that do it? For Aiden Callahan. He's into his second inning of work. And that'll be it for Aiden. So we'll take a PZ Printing pitching change. 60-second break. Pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. New pitcher for BYU after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We're in the sixth inning, and BYU's on to its seventh pitcher of the night with the rain falling here in downtown Salt Lake City. A light rain falling. As things have turned dark for BYU, they have the lead of 6-5, to five, but it's a spot of trouble here for Nate Daly with Singer on second and Roberts on first. First and second, no one out. As the Utes try and come back from down one, BYU with the lead 6-5. to five. Nate Daly, the big right-hander, making his 16th appearance. Nate, 6'6", 235. Junior from Tremont, transfer from... CSI. His brother pitches at Dixie. And I think ended up getting the win in that game yeah. against BYU a couple weeks back. Pitched like five strong innings against us. Nate's into his 30th inning of work. His first four appearances of this year were all starts. He's been out of the pen since. And pitched well out of the pen. 
So Nate in appearance number 16, 29 in the third. He's given up 22 hits, 13 runs, 10 earned. His ERA is 3.07 and has struck out 43 to just nine bases on balls. First pitch he throws is low for ball one. And not a bunt again. As Landon Fry stays in the box, 2-0. 2-0 the count to Fry, the second baseman. Walked with the bases loaded in his last time at bat. Steady rainfall here at Smith's Ballpark. Runner dancing off second to Singer. The kick and fire, and that's a mighty whiff, but a better pitch. And at 92, Dally blows it by Landon Fry for strike one. Well, reach back for a little bit more right there and throw it hard. Greg Rubel and Duff Tittle, BYU's baseball communications director. And longtime stalwart in the athletic communications staff at BYU. Very kind of you, Greg. Thank you. The 2-1 goes Ooh. to 3-1. and one. And, and I can't even I can't even count the number of hats that you've worn over your time at BYU, Duff. <laughs> I've been very fortunate to be a Cougar for a long time and have an opportunity to do a lot of really great things. It's my dream growing up as a kid in Orem, Utah. 3-1. Hit in the air into foul territory. Down the first baseline. Oh, just into the stands. It actually bounced off the concrete wall down the first baseline as Jacob Wilt gave chase. And the angle was just too severe on the netting. It looks like and it might have even skimmed the netting yeah. coming down. Would have been a very tough play for Jake to make. Jacob Wilt gave chase, but it does end up in a strike. Three balls and two strikes. Big pitch right here. Landon Fry. Awaits the full count offering from Nate Daly. Cougs need an out here. First and second, no one gone. Bottom six, Cougs up six to five. To look back at second, and that's hitting the air to right. Sapiti coming in. It's going to fall in front of Ryan Sapiti. He'll throw in, and runners will hold. They had to hold up because if Sapiti makes the catch there, it's retreat time. Instead, it drops in front of the right field of Sapiti. And here we are again. Bases yeah. loaded, none out. The Utes have had bases loaded, none out three separate times tonight. And on the first two occasions, they scored only, we'll say only one run both times. They're 0 for 3, batting with the bases loaded tonight. It's one of the reasons the Cougars have a 6-5 lead are just these situations and a check swing called strike on Chase Anderson. Landon Fry singles to right field just didn't hang up enough for Sapiti. Kind of wonder if you have Cole Gamble out there with his speed if maybe he doesn't get to that. Cole Gamble a matter of weeks away from getting back to be for BYU. First, second and third for Utah and that's a foul tip strike back to the screen. No balls and two strikes as BYU leads it by a score of 6-5. to five. Oh, a strikeout would be just what the doctor ordered right here. 0-2, Dally ahead of Anderson. Anderson's last at-bat was a caught-looking strikeout. 92, then 93 miles an hour on those last two fastballs. Dally working third base, side of the rubber. Winds up and fires, and that's fouled out of play down the first baseline. Really nice changeup. Had him out on his front foot, just trying to battle to stay alive. Now you can do a lot of things, Greg. 
showed him the off speed, a couple of hard fastballs. Count stays 0-2. Daly on the hill. Anderson in the box. Space is loaded. A check and low for ball one. One ball, two strikes. Nate Daly will push his fastball to 95, give you a slider in the high 70s, and a change in that same neighborhood. One ball, two strikes. Daly facing Anderson. Cougs lead by one, bottom of the sixth. Light rain falls. That's hit in the air to right field. Sapiti lines up the catch, makes the catch, will throw home. The throw will be cut off. A run will score. The tying run will score. It'll be runners on the corners. Advancing from second to third is Roberts. Scoring from third is Singer. Holding at first is Fry. And it's an RBI for Chase Anderson. A sack fly to right. And Utah's tied the game at six after BYU led at one point by a score of five to one. But the Utes on the night are still officially 0 for 3 with the bases loaded. Yep. A run scores. We're tied at six in the bottom of the sixth. And another leadoff walk that comes around yep. to score. It's been the free passes that have done BYU in tonight in terms of how many runs they've allowed to the Utes. The RBI for Anderson ties the game. Runners on the corner, still one out. A whiff from T.J. Clarkson. Really uncharacteristic of this um, pitching staff all year long. They've been really good at walk to um, strikeout ratio. It's been the strength of the team. Yep, for sure. They're a top 15 in, team in whip. A top 15 team in walks allowed per nine. And a tough night tonight on the hill. The 0-1 to Clarkson. Double play gets you out of the inning. With only one run across. So wouldn't it be something if Utah <laughs> loads the bases with none out three times and only gets one run each time? That's what BYU hopes for right now. But there's work to be done for that to happen. Yeah, in the middle infield for BYU. Cheating up the middle, looking for that double play. The 1-1 from Daly. Runners on first and third. Tie game at six. Daly kicks and fires. It's popped up into the seats down the third baseline. Counts goes to one and two. The kids will give chase. As that one bounced in about the eighth row to an empty part of the stands tonight. BYU and Utah with the misty rain steady here in downtown Salt Lake City. It's not the kind of rain that interferes with play yet. Playing through it, runners on the corners. On first is Fry. On third is Roberts. In the box is Clarkson. 6-6 in the bottom of the sixth. One ball, two strikes. Chopper foul down the first baseline. We stay one and two. Grounded. Wilk will collect. Out of play. BYU's won games when trailing or tied after six. They're three and ten when behind through six. One and two when tied through six. We're currently tied in the sixth. One ball, two strikes. Daly facing Clarkson. Left-handed bat of Clarkson facing the righty Daly. The rangy right-hander gets Clarkson ahead and strikes him out. Great pitch. Off-speed at 79. 
and that's two gone. Takes the sack, fly out of play. And a great job by Reuter. I mean, that's a wicked slider in the dirt. Kept it in front of him, kept that guy in third base. Give him a chance to uh, get out of this inning. Jaden Kiernan, a GIDP in the first, doubled two runs home and scored himself in the third, grounded out in the fourth. Empty count, two out, two on for the Utes in the bottom of the sixth in a 6-6 game, fouls it back to the screen. Due up for BYU, Sapiti, Deming, and Rogers. Colin Bruder has replaced Mason Strong at catcher tonight. That's the one change made by BYU. Both teams using a lot of arms. Utah's used six pitchers, and BYU's on to its seventh. The seventh is Nate Daly, who's ahead 0-1 to Kiernan. The Utah DH takes high for ball one, one and one. Kiernan has reached safely in eight straight. He's Utah's batting average leader, doubles leader. And he added to his doubles tally with a two-bagger in the third. Kiernan now with 13 doubles to pace the Utes. He awaits the 1-1 from Daly. The kick and fire, and that's in the dirt, blocked by Reuter. Staying at third is Roberts. So walking and scoring here in the sixth was Singer. Walking and standing on third is Roberts. He's the go-ahead run, 90 feet away, two out here in the bottom of the sixth. Duke's five-run, five-one lead. Earlier in the game has turned into a tie ball game, and that's a single up the middle. Flashing a glove was Daly may have gotten a piece of it. But Roberts will score on the single to center on the ground, past the goal of Daly by Jaden Kiernan, and the Utes go in front seven to six. Boy, sure looked close like he got, had a chance to get it right underneath his glove. Might have even, like you said, tipped it a little bit, but not enough to not get it, to knock it down. So Utah with a two-run sixth takes the lead seven to six. Again, back-to-back -back walks to start this inning, just killing the Cougars. Left-handed bat of Alex Beza with two on and two out and two in here in the bottom of the sixth. Ball one. And not the most effective night for BYU pitching. A lot of free bases and so many of them coming around to score. One ball, no strikes to Beza. Beza's night, two for three with an RBI. Slowly rocks in the batter's box and takes down the middle for strike one. So one on one from Daly. And the rain's been steady for an inning plus, and yet it's just that misty, light but steady rainfall. The light patterns cast by the floodlights pick up those raindrops that steadily fall in a 7-6 ball game. Utah's in front. Grounder to first. 
The scoop to Daly will step on first. Jacob Wilk makes the play to Nate Daly, and that'll do it. But Utah scores two. Utah with the two runs on two hits. There were no errors, and there were two left on. We go to the top of the seventh. BYU now trails 7-6 to Utah on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.